What's up, Prop Nation? It's your boy John here today, back for another Thursday night preview between the Chicago Bears and the Washington football team. Should be an absolute cracker. Uh, no, I actually think it might be a good game. The Chicago Bears, who I saw a stat this week that if you start 0-4, you have like a 70% chance of ending up with the number one overall pick. Well, they've got the Carolina Panthers pick as well, so they're in line for the top two picks in this year's coming draft. So future is bright for Chicago. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to talk about their outlook now. Not so great. I will say, though, there's a couple of Justin Field, Fields props that I do quite like. I think there's some sneaky value to be had here. Should be a really good game. Like and subscribe this if you're watching on YouTube. That really, really helps us out. And if you're seeing this on Twitter, on X, on Twix, repost this really helps us out as well. And you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well, where it's going very nicely. Now, Thursday night football has been going really, really good for me so far. I am 15 and three so far. Um, had another loss with Jordan Love last week. Didn't get the 15 and a half rushing yards that I needed him to get, but we did get the Armin Ross St. Brown under 75 and a half receiving. And we also got the uh, Josh Reynolds, the elite Josh Reynolds <laughs> overs. It was very good. Lots of friends won money there as well. We're happy about let's get into this game though. The football team are minus five point favorites. The over under is 44.5. I don't mind the over in this spot though. You know, as you know, we don't really bet those things. Uh, the weather will be really nice. It'll be about 23 degrees at kickoff, which is great. No chance of rain and a little bit of wind. Uh, and then the on the injury side of things, both teams are relatively healthy. Um, Chase Claypool's not playing, but he's a healthy scratch. It's not due to injury. Um, just on the defense for Chicago, could be Eddie Jackson has missed a few games. On the Washington side, uh, Dodson and Curtis Samuel have been limited all week with an uh, ankle and a quad injury, but uh, we do expect those guys to play. We are going to fly through these picks, though, this episode. Uh, this is a redo. My audio was not working the first time I did this episode. Luckily, these ones are a bit shorter than the ones that I do with Sally for the Sunday Slate. Let's get into it now, then. Okay, so taking a quick look at the two teams on paper so far and how they've matched up against other teams. Bears, obviously, their record is not too good. Um, they've been sort of, like, okay-ish. They had a pretty good... Uh, Decent outing as far as fantasy points go and over-unders and scrimmage yards against Denver over the weekend. Um, but before then, yeah, we know Casey torched them. Uh, the Bucks had a really good day out against them when they went to Tampa Bay. And then the Packers' uh, relative shootout, Jordan Love, got the better of them there. So we can see that there is a bit of value in um, passing touchdowns. Now, because it's Sam Howe, I'm not going to really look that way too much. What I am going to look at, though, is the rushing. And there's one person in particular that I quite like, and it's Brian Robinson in this spot. I think he will have a bit of success. We um, can also see that the Bears have been fairly good against the receiver one option. They were uh, the only player being Mike Evans was able to get overs on his uh, receiving props. We know KC, it's a bit hard to tell who the receiver one is there. Cortland Sutton didn't have a particularly good game. If you want to consider him the receiver one, but neither did Jerry Judy. And then same with Green Bay. They don't really have like that alpha receiver one. So it's going to be really interesting to see how Terry McLaurin goes in this spot. The other guy we're looking at, maybe Jahan Dotson. Maybe it's Curtis Samuel, to be honest. Once we actually like take a look at it, you'll notice that uh, Jahan Dotson has not been hitting his props 
as much as you would probably think he would be. It has been a lot of Curtis Samuel at this stage. And then against tight ends, they have been relatively okay. I mean, Kelsey's props are really high to get, so it can be a bit unfair. And he is still probably coming back from that injury. Um, and then the Denver tight ends haven't been too good as well. So we'll see what Cole Komet can do in, sorry, what Logan Thomas can do in this spot here. Let's jump over now to Washington. And uh, they're ro- too, not too bad. Uh, quarterbacks have been fairly hit and miss. We can see Jalen Hurts had a good day out against them. Josh Allen did not. But why did Josh Allen not? Because obviously the Bills blew them out so fast that they didn't really have a chance to ever come back. And Josh Allen didn't actually really need to do anything in that game either. Russ, like we've said, he's been fairly fairly good for fantasy. So it's not too bad. And then it was Josh Dobbs' first game. So we ca- I'm very interested in Justin Fields here, who has been not too bad as a passer uh, on paper, I know that their record is bad, but Fields himself, he's actually, if you, <laughs> this is hard to do. If you take away the interceptions and the um, sort of like boneheaded plays, he's actually been not too bad. As far as the Chicago running backs go, it's going to be tricky because it's hard to tell if it's Khalil Herbert, the guy, or Roshan Johnson, the guy. We're not really going to know. It's been very back and forth each week. Uh, and then looking at the receiver one options, yes, I am looking DJ Moore's way in this matchup, receiver ones have had a fair bit of success against the commanders being, I mean, well, it's been AJ Brown, Stefan Diggs, and Cortland Sutton did it get the better of him. But uh, I think Terry McLaurin is that sort of caliber. And then like we were saying, like the tight ends have struggled against these linebackers for the uh, football team. So I'm not on Cole Komet this week, which is, I know what we're saying because he has been hitting his overs fairly regularly, but just in this spot, I'm just not too sure about it. All right, let's jump into the quarterbacks now. We'll kick it off. Okay, so let's kick it off with Justin Fields. Um, And this is what I was talking about. If you're watching on YouTube, you can follow along with my spreadsheet. If you're listening, I'll try and be as descriptive as possible. But basically, outside of the Kansas City game where the Bears got absolutely smashed, Fields has been fairly competitive. He's gone over all of his passing yardage props, all his pass attempts and pass completions as well. And interestingly, he has not gone over any of his rushing props yet. Um, outside of one rushing attempt against Kansas City, as we saw. So if you can find still around 60 and a half, I'm kind of inclined to bet the under. The only thing I am going to caution with those in these primetime games, we often see that uh, players sort of step up and, and scrambling becomes much more of a factor. They're on a prime, they're on a stage, lots of eyeballs on them. They want to always be performing the best in the fields. What he does best is rush. He could do it. So right now, uh, on points bet, you can get him at 45 and a half rushing yards. I'm not too sure what I want to do with that yet. I'm actually just going to set the rushing aside, even though last year it was highly profitable. The 200 passing yards is what I'm looking at. I would like to bet that over. I think he has a good shot for that to go over as well on the road in a hostile environment. We'll just quickly touch on Sam Howell as well. There's actually nothing here that I really want to look at. I know his uh, completions have been fairly consistent. He has been utilizing Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, Logan Thomas, and even Antonio Gibson. But now these completions are starting to rise quite a bit. If anything, I'd actually look at his rushing yards. He's been a fairly good rusher outside of week two so far. Uh, if you can find 15 and a half, might bet the over on that one. But for the most part, I'm not looking that way. Um, if he's at 200 passing yards, I actually think that's up to like 225 at the moment. So I'm not looking at that either. Let's move now to the running backs though for Chicago. 
Okay, yeah, so as we talked about, so it really looked like Khalil Herbert, who we thought was the guy initially, uh, he had not started out too well, and Roshan Johnson was actually getting a fair bit of work involved. Well, that all changed last week against Denver when it was clear that Khalil Herbert was the guy, and Roshan Johnson, maybe he was just taking a rest for the week. Maybe they'll use him more in this spot. You could go back to a 35 and a half rushing yards, and he has actually received a few receptions from Justin Fields as well. He didn't last week, but then in his place, Khalil Herbert did. So maybe there is something there as far as pass catching goes. I'm just personally not looking that way. I need to see a little bit more consistency from that. It could split. It could be going back to Khalil Herbert right now. If we move over to uh, the Washington football team running backs, now this is where it gets pretty interesting. Antonio Gibson has not yet gone over any of his rushing props thus far. Week one, and 245, week three and four, 25 was what he needed. And he hasn't been able to get it. So if anything, we could look at under rushing in this spot if you can get a good number there. Uh, he has been used a little bit in the past catching, but it's Brian Robinson that I want to look at because he has been doing very, very well. I understand he struggled last week against Eagles, even though the football team was out in front and then the uh, Eagles came back. It did become a bit of a blowout. So I look Given how bad the Bears' uh, rush defense has been, I actually quite like Brian Robinson in this spot. And you can see the books do as well because he's always been 55 and a half uh, rushing props. Um, and then this week, it is 65 and a half at home in prime time. It's a great spot for him. So I really, really like that one. We'll lock that one in. Okay, let's jump over now to the receiving options. And we'll start with Chicago. As I mentioned at the top of the show, I think this is a really good spot for DJ Moore. I think you can stack that with Justin Fields, the uh, overpassing for with DJ Moore's over receiving. You could go with the three and a half. It might get up to four and a half receptions. So that's where I get a bit iffy, but I do really like the receiving yards because Justin Fields actually does look downfield a fair bit when he has to, when he's in the pickles. So I don't mind that. Darnell Mooney, I also don't mind this one as well, given what we've seen um, the Washington defense do against receiver two options. And then Cole Komet, the 35 and a half. So this has gradually gone up as the season has gone along. Week one, it was 25, two and three, it was 30. And then week four, it was 35 and a half uh, receiving yards. And he has hit those except for obviously that Kansas City game week three where they were all quite bad. I'm going to stay off this this week. I, you know, if anything, I'd be inclined to bet the under, but given how involved he's been and how much Justin Fields looks to him, makes me a bit nervous. So I'll stay away from that one. But DJ Moore over 15 and a half, I do very much like. And then let's finish off now with the uh, football team receiving options, which has actually been interesting to look at for a couple of reasons. So Terry McLaurin, who we all thought at the start of the season had turf toe, he might have been injured. We weren't too sure what was going on there. He's actually been catching a lot of balls. Uh, he has been going over his four and a half receptions prop fairly consistent, consistently outside of week one. Um, so you could look at the 45 and a half receiving yards. I think it's actually like up to 50 now, and that's juiced to the 50 as well. Like, can Terry McLaurin get five catches in this game? Like, I think he can. It's just, I'd, I'd just rather take the scrimmage yards. Hopefully, Sam Howe can look downfield a little bit and we can take advantage of the Bears uh cornerbacks um J Jahan Dotson is also the other interesting one here where he has not managed to go over his receiving props once this season 40 45 45 and 45 uh unders have been consistent there is that going to be another um instance on Thursday night football 
I don't know, man. Again, prime time. The Bears have not been good against the pass. I'm not going to bet it. If anything, I'd actually look Curtis Samuel's way, who's actually been very good as far as scrimmage yards go. This 35 and a half, if you get 35 and a half, that's not a bad one. You might want to take that. Um, you might even want to take that over Terry McLaurin's 45 or 50 and a half. So that's a couple of options I'm looking at there. Yeah, it should be interesting. All right, so just to recap, let's go over the ticket one last time before we uh, look to this game ahead. So we've got Justin Fields over 200.5 passing yards. Brian Robinson over 65.5 rushing yards. DJ Moore over uh, 50.5 receiving is what I've got it at. It could drop down to 45.5, so take that as well. Uh, And then Terry McLaurin, I want to take the over 50.5 or 45.5 receiving yards as well. Some sneaky ones that we talked about as well. I'm not going to bet these, but you could throw them in if you have like a strong feeling about them. Antonio Gibson under rushing, Sam Howell over rushing, Cole Komet under receiving. I don't love that. Uh, And then Jahan Dutson under receiving as well. Don't love, love them, but they are also good options to be had there as well. That's going to do it for another week of Thursday night football preview. As I mentioned at the top of the show, the record is 15-3. and Let's see if we can keep that up because we are absolutely smashing it. Please like and subscribe to this video if you're watching on YouTube. Follow along on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter as well. Uh, We'll be back with the Sunday slate with Sully as well. Apologies for last week. We had a lot going on, a lot of moving parts, but we'll be back this week. It should be a really good show. Lots of interesting matchups. Enjoy the game for Thursday Night Football. We'll catch you soon. Thanks for watching. Bye.